5.02 p.m. on April 5th, 2023, going to order the Franklin Board of Health meeting. As a preliminary matter, this is Tim Cochran. Uh, maybe to commit, confirm that all members and persons anticipated on the agenda are present and can hear me. Chairperson Bridget Sweet. Once this is there, Yeah. Uh, once I, I have. Sorry. Yep. Bridget's there uh, virtually. Um, members of uh, the health department, you just state your name and your title for the record. Jenny? Oh, you can start. Kathleen. You want me to go? Okay. Just, yep. Yeah. Kathleen Liberty, Director of Public Health. Um, Judy McNeil, Health Agent. John Robertson, Regional Health Agent. Alicia Sullivan, Public Health Nurse. Cassie Montero, Regional Epidemiologist. Thank you, everyone. This open meeting of the Franklin Board of Health is being conducted as a hybrid model, which means this meeting is convening in person at conference via the Google Hangout application. Please note that this meeting is being recorded. Please remember to mute your phone or computer when you are not speaking, if you are present. Uh, please let us know if you have any questions by raising your hand. Uh, because this meeting is being conducted via a hybrid model, all votes by the board will be uh, roll call votes. Um, the, uh, I do not believe there's anything in particular on the agenda that will call for that, but uh, we can proceed to the approval of the minutes uh, from the March 1st, 2023 Board of Health meeting. Um, I had the opportunity to review the meeting minutes as presented. Um, and are there questions or comments? Any questions or comments, Bridget? All right. Um, we uh, we will have a motion to accept the meeting minutes as presented. Uh, Bridget, unfortunately, because it's just you and I tonight, Bridget. So. Uh, All right. Uh, motion is uh, motion is seconded. Um, roll call vote, Bridget. Yes. I also vote yes. The meeting minutes are accepted and presented. Okay. Uh, we can move on to old business now, Kathleen. So I'm wondering if we should put this in um, the May um, meeting agenda because it's to continue to discuss the tobacco 2023 sales. Yes. Regulation and Jeff's not here and Bridget really can't talk. Nope. Um, um, this is definitely something that the board uh, has expressed interest in continuing discussion from our last meeting um, in the interest of ensuring that there is uh, productive conversation and discussion. We can move this to the May meeting. Okay, thank you. Um, so, um, new business. Uh, Bridget, I'm not sure if you still want to review the current permit options for food operations. Um, well, you don't have to talk. I'll just show you real quick um, viewpoint. So we do a food truck vendor application, and that's good for a year. Um, it, 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 the expiration is the same as, uh, I mean, the renewal is the same as any other food establishment that's permitted. Um, however, most of our food um, food trucks, they don't usually tend to renew. They just come back in the summer and, and pull a permit. Um, 
but this this is our, our permit application uh, for a food truck vendor. But I'll put it on the um, I'll put it on the next agenda in case you have any other questions. Perfect. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. Um, and then um, Bridget wanted me to just um, put this on the agenda. The public municipal meeting update um, has now been extended. The um, hybrid has yep. been extended to March 2025. I think it's March. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, th and that's all I really had. So I guess we'll just, um, if it's okay with you, Tim, we'll move into our um, our reporting. Please. Great. Um, let's. We'll go with um, John first. Okay. So for the month of March, uh, I had uh, 17 routine uh, biannual inspections and 23 food establishment reinspections. Um, so the other work that uh, has gone on is I continue to work with the Academic Public Health Corps for some resources. Um, I'm trying to update the profiles of operators in our Food Code Pro software as we do inspections. Um, I think it generates more accurate inspections for both us and for the operator. Um, I attended a certified pool operator training March 9th and 10th to renew my certificate there and attended, uh, there were two virtual um, uh, Department of Environmental Protection trainings on March 7th and the 21st that I attended. Great. Thanks, John. Sure. Alicia. Um, so for communicable diseases, COVID-19 cases, and this data is from April 3rd, so the data is subject to change. Um, total cases for March were 59 versus 74 in February of 2023. Um, on the 14th of March, the FDA amended the emergency use authorization of the Pfizer bivalent COVID-19 vaccine to allow for a single booster dose in children ages six months through four years of age, at least two months after completing their primary vaccination with the three doses. So that's just um, one of the new updates. There's always updates on vaccinations, but that was a big one that they're allowed to get a booster now. Um, still continuing to do COVID-19 clusters, basically with any kind of assisted livings is where we're targeting and other communicable disease case investigations. We still have COVID-19 eye health rapid test kits available for Franklin residents uh, with the expiration of August 19th of 2023. Influenza remains low this week in Massachusetts. It seems that we already hit our peak a few months back. Um, the percent of influenza-like illness visits in Massachusetts is down to 1.49%, which is lower than the regional baseline of 2%. The percent of hospitalizations associated with influenza is down to 0.11%, which is lower than two of the previous three seasons in the same week. It, it does seem like we got our peak months ago when yeah. we were having a lot. Um, there's still more influenza A than influenza B specimens um, that have been reported by hospitals and outpatient facilities, and the vaccination rate for all ages is still 46%, and seasonal influenza activity remains low nationally, but I did hear that there are some cases of influenza B popping up a little bit now, so something to still keep an eye on. Um, for Central Park Terrace, uh, I did a blood pressure clinic on March 22nd continue with the mobile food pantry. It occurs monthly, um, the fourth Wednesday of every month. And we did bingo, which a lot of the residents like to come out and go to that on the 11th of March. Meetings and trainings, I continue to do the bi-weekly local board of health webinars. Um, the student health and wellness advisory council, I went there on 
27th. Uh, I also taught a first aid medical emergency training for Tri-County students in the medical assisting program on March 8th, and that really focused on what to do when someone's having a stroke, a heart attack, performing the Heimlich maneuver in a choking situation, and teaching about anaphylaxis using EpiPens and asthma attacks. Um, I did a suicide crisis training. Um, it, it was a cool training. It's called like the QPR training, which talks about questions you, thank you. <laughs> you question, persuade, and refer, and it was basically on if you were ever in a situation how to try to de-escalate and what to do. Um, and did I did racial equality training on March 29th and continue with weekly home visits, medication management, and blood pressure and glucose monitoring. Excellent, Cassia. All right, so I'm still updating um, weekly the Franklin North Orchid Reference Dashboard. In the month of March, there are 59 confirmed COVID-19 positive cases. 82% Franklin residents are fully vaccinated. 56% have their first, first booster, and 28% have their second booster shot. There are no COVID-19 related deaths in the month of March, and confirmed cases have decreased 26% from February to March. Uh, we still have the COVID-19 self-test kits at the Franklin Senior Center, uh, so anyone can just give my number a call and car side pick up from there. Um, I've been creating a list of resources and services in the area for low income and homeless individuals uh, to potentially get a site out there uh, for that. Um, I sent in training with Alicia at Tri-County to the medical students on how to handle uh, medical emergencies. I'm still sending out the weekly wellness updates through regroup text. So this month notifications went out about MS, drug and alcohol facts, brain injuries, sleep awareness, and nutrition. Um, so the surveillance and case management, so calling and investigating communicable disease cases. At Central Park Terrence, we did bingo and had the mobile food pantry um, on the fourth Wednesday of the month. Um, still setting up that health fair. So as of right now, we do have 19 vendors just as of this late afternoon. Uh, hopefully, uh, think about getting flyers out after we kind of tie up a couple loose ends at the end of this week. So hopefully they'll be getting out there soon. Um, and then I also have the bi-weekly MDPH webinars and weekly regional epidemiology Zoom meeting. Um, did a racial equality training on the 29th and a guide to infectious disease training on the 22nd. Excellent. Yeah. It's very busy. Yeah. Very, very busy. Um, that's the end of new business on the board's agenda. Uh, are, is there any citizen commentary? Yeah, two questions if I may. Yes, uh, Steve Sherlock. Yeah, Steve Sherlock reporting for Franklin Matters, Franklin Public Radio. Um, first question, you did mention the date for the health fair. Oh, I'm sorry. It's going to be Wednesday, May 24th from 3 to 6 p.m. Thank you. That's going to be at the public library. Yeah, Franklin Public Library, library. library. yes. Yeah. And a clarification, I think, for John, but anybody can answer it. Uh, if I recall, you changed from the prior inspection process to now this kind of rate ranked one. Mm -hmm. Are you doing some more than others, I think, or based yeah, on the? Yeah, I'll answer that. We haven't implemented that yet. You haven't yet. Not was, yet. That's no. what I was saying. It's four months in. I wasn't sure how it was going. You haven't implemented it yet. No. That's 
we're, we're hopeful soon, but it's been ex so extremely busy with these inspections that we decided to hold off. Yeah. Okay. But that's a good question, Steve. For I'll let you know. I'll let everyone know when we start it. Thank you. Doesn't count. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Can you just clarify that it's not a ranking; it's a risk based. So it's yeah. different garbage things. It's risk based. It's risk based. Yeah. Correct. Yes. Thanks, Bridget. Uh, we have individuals on the call. Any citizen commentary from uh, individuals joining us via the Google Hangouts? No? No comments or questions? Um, at this time, the board will entertain a motion to adjourn our meeting. I make a motion to adjourn uh, the public support out meeting. Second the motion. Um, all in favor, we'll take a roll call vote. Bridget? Bridget Green says yes. Tim Cochran also says yes. We will adjourn the April 5th, 2023 Board of Health meeting at 5.15 p.m. Okay. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. Have a good day. Thank take you. care, Bridget. Take, take care. We are now producing this in collaboration with Franklin TV and Franklin Public Radio. This podcast is my public service effort for Franklin, but we can't do it alone. We can always use your help. How can you help? If you can use the information that you find here, please tell your friends and neighbors. If you don't like something here, please let me know. Through this feedback loop, we can continue to make improvements. And I thank you for listening. For additional information, please visit franklinmatters.org. If you have questions or comments, you can reach me directly at suresteve at gmail.com. The music for the intro and exit was provided by Michael Clark and the group East of Shirley. The piece is titled Ernesto Manana, copyright Michael Clark and Tin Type Tunes in 2008, and used with their permission. I hope you enjoy. And by the way, you can also subscribe and listen to Franklin Matters Radio on your favorite podcast app. Search in podcasts for Franklin Matters.